It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 3450. We are continuing our series of story breakdowns for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This is part 9 and we're going to be talking about the Order 66 flashback and the aftermath of that that happens with Cal Kestis and his master Joro T'Pol. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So here we are, episode 3450. <laughs> it's weird. I look at it and I think to myself, oh, it's halfway to 3500, but I mean, not really. It's more like it's halfway to 7900 episodes. <laughs> I don't know, but it still feels like a little bitty milestone. So I'm very grateful to have reached it and very grateful that you are joining me for it. So we are talking about Jedi Fallen Order. We have been for the last little while. This is installment nine in our story breakdown, and we're talking about the Order 66 flashback that happens while Cal is on Dathomir. We find out that young Cal Kestis and his master Jor T'Pol were on a mission to Bracca. Makes perfect sense, I guess, when you think about it. And the mission had just been completed. They were going to be heading to Maigito when Order 66 comes down. Now, Cal is in the middle of a training exercise. He's supposed to get from this little room up to the command station position where Master T'Pol is, and he makes it up there. And just as he does, we see the clone commander that's there in the room behind him get the little message from Palpatine, and he starts to raise his blaster, and in the meantime, George Paul has kind of a reaction of like a woo, like a woozy thing, like he gets the whole situation with Mace Windu and Anakin falling to the dark side, all that stuff, right? And then senses the clone commander raising his blaster, lightsaber on, wham, like stabs him, that's it. Young Cal Kestis is, of course, shocked by this turn of events, wants to know what happened, why did the guy just turn his blaster on Master T'Pol, and Jorah says, yeah, no time to explain, we gotta get out of here, we have to get to the escape pods, like, you use maintenance tunnels, I'll create a distraction, and so the mission proceeds, so it's a playable situation where you have to go through various things, you know, force, push, and pull to get through these maintenance halls and whatnot. You hear clone comms where they say that Master Tabal has taken out multiple squads over the course of this mission, so he is some serious player as far as the Jedi go. Then there's a moment where young Cal is kind of exposed and a couple of stormtroopers show up and you remember the scene in A New Hope when Luke and Leia arrive at that precipitous drop but Luke has kind of blasted the bridge controls and there are stormtroopers shooting from across the other side, right? Well, it's a similar kind of idea. There are stormtroopers shooting from a random location and they shoot 
at Cal. They get close enough to him where he falls and his lightsaber drops into the abyss. Thankfully, Joro Tapal shows up on that other platform and kills the storm, the uh, clone troopers. And Joro's like, your lightsaber! Like, you know, we'll talk about this later. Brr. Like, keep going. So they get to the escape pods, but unfortunately, at that point, they are overwhelmed by clones. Master Tapal gets shot multiple times and they are barely able to escape thanks to Cal, who in his you know rage and frustration and fear and all that stuff just gives a huge like force whoa, like sends a wave of force energy at these clones it's a slow situation so you know the whole thing about being able to hit somebody with a force slowing thing kind of similar to what Kylo Ren does to Poe Dameron at the beginning of the Force Awakens like that freezing thing and he does it to Rey also but it's only a slowing thing for Cal anyway he's able to get him and himself and Master T'Pol onto the escape pod and they launch away. Then with his dying words, Master T'Pol tells Cal to trust only in the force and gives him his lightsaber. So now Cal is carrying Master T'Pol's lightsaber. He also tells him just prior to that, that he set the reactors to overload on the ship. So it's gonna cover their escape basically. So the escape pod lands on Bracca and Cal has been stranded on Bracca for five years by the time we meet him at the beginning of Jedi Fallen Order. So that's where the backstory situation happens. Now, the other part of the story that happens on Dathomir has to do with what the Night Sisters do. And again, Seer tried to <laughs> warn Cal that this was a possibility. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, no problem, I got it. But masters of illusion and deception and manipulation and whatnot. So Cal has. A situation where he encounters Master T'Pol, or at least thinks he encounters Master T'Pol, and Master T'Pol has some terrible things to say about Cal, that he's weak, that his weakness is what caused Master T'Pol to die. Basically, all these terrible thoughts that young Cal had for himself when he had that incredibly traumatic experience. And like the flashback ends with him just huddled in the escape pod and the exploding uh, clone ship. Uh, I can't even remember what you would call those, the Venator uh, cruisers, right? Like the explosion is shaking the escape pod and he's just curled up in a ball screaming. It's really dramatic and terrifying in its way. So then getting back to the illusion, what ultimately happens is that Cal stabs the illusion version of Master T'Pol and Master T'Pol is like, yeah, that's right. My blood is on your hands, apprentice, and you're you know, a weakling and a failure and a traitor and you're no Jedi. And they get into this like grip match over the lightsaber and Cal has a very Star Wars-y no moment and that breaks the illusion. But what was real <laughs> about it was that the lightsaber is damaged to the point where it can no longer be used. It's at that point that Kyle leaves the Sage's tomb and the Wanderer, aka Terran Malicus, is out there going, see, I told you it was bad in there. And then Baron shows up and drama with her and Terran and the Sister zombies and Cal having no lightsaber to help defend himself, having to beat feet to the Mantis. Then has a conversation with Seer on the Mantis. He's just utterly and completely shaken up. She says, you know, we're going to get you to build a new lightsaber. That's how you start to come back from this whole experience. And she also gives us another piece of her backstory. The fact that when the Imperials brought Trilla in to her while she was being tortured and 
so when Sears saw that Trilla had been turned to the dark side, that something just utterly broke in Seer and that she tapped into the dark side and that she killed everybody in the room, with the exception of Trilla, of course. And that's the reason that she had cut herself off from the Force, because of her dipping into the dark side in this particular situation. So, yeah, hopefully her journey will include her finally reconnecting with the Force as well. But for now, they are going to go on a mission to Ilum to get another kyber crystal and rebuild a lightsaber, give Cal his own lightsaber, and start on the path to healing for himself. And that's where we're going to leave things with this episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, if you enjoy it, the best thing you could honestly do would be to spread the word. If you could tell one fan, two fans, however many <laughs> friends who like Star Wars and like podcasts that you are enjoying this particular podcast, I would greatly appreciate that. Please share and share alike. And it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.